So welcome to our Bible in a Year, the first recap. You should have by this stage done two weeks, uh, if you've kept up to date, and I hope you have. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I know some people have been having trouble with the stopping and starting and pausing on the iTunes. If you either save the episode or if you mark as on mark as played, so mark it as played, it should pick up again from where you left off. But hopefully it has. If it hasn't, let me know. You can email me or get in touch with me through the website. Um, it's johnny at jwfraser.com. Um, but hopefully you find it an interesting experience and a good experience. Apologies that Macy, my dog, came in there. You'll probably hear her in the background. I've got my coffee. I've got some stuff I just want to talk about briefly. This isn't going to be longer than a day. I'm just checking so I know the time. Um, but what I'm going to do each fortnight, I'm just going to take a quick look back at what we've read uh, and do a quick summary and just get a sense of where we're going the whole way through because it's it's easy at this stage. You've done two fifty tooths. You've done a, a 26th, 126th of the Bible. So congratulations on doing your 126th. Um, but as we get further on, as we get to the 113th and a half and three quarters of the Bible later on in the year, it's quite hard to remember what all we've been doing. So every fortnight I'll be putting up a little bit like this, just a little recap. Just to quickly go over what we've been doing, what we've looked at that fortnight and how that fits into the overall scheme. The Bible we're using as a covered cover, um, if you want to check out their website, it's www.cwr.org.uk, CWR, or you can just search for the cover to cover complete Bible and it should bring it up. It's interesting that they talk about the whole picture of the Bible and this is what we're trying to get this year as we read through the Bible. It's lots of different books. I'm sure you found that already. The first day we even skipped through quite a lot. Um, there was a lot of jumping about uh, and I had mentioned that at the start. That that's, that's the chronological nature and what it tries to do is to pick up the story, not necessarily the verse and book in order. Um, so you've covered a bit of Genesis. You've gone through all of Genesis from chapter 1 verse 1 through to chapter 19. And in between that, you went into the very interesting book of Job. So you've done the fall, you've done the flood, you've done the introduction to Abraham, who later became Abraham. Uh, and that's one that's always interesting as well. You had a little interlude when you went into Job, and then you went back into the call of Abraham. Abraham? Abraham? Abraham. Um, and then the change from Abraham to Abraham. And then... What have I written here? Oh, yes. Abraham's mistakes. Um, so that's what we've covered a little bit of before we get into week three uh, and day 15. It's interesting, uh, and this is probably just a little thought. You can, of course, if you have time, you can follow along in your Bible and mark your way through. There's lots of stuff in Genesis, and Genesis only gets more interesting and more weird. If people think the Bible is boring, get them to listen to the first two weeks. For, sorry, first three weeks. You, they can skip out Job if they want, but get them to read through Genesis. It, it gets a bit nuts, and we'll deal with that in the next recap. But you've read through part of it. You've gone into Job. Job also is a really weird book. You might wonder why it was stuck in at the start, and I have a few thoughts on that, which I'll, I'll share with you. Um, the first one being, why why put it there? Because that's not where it comes in the Bible. 
in the Bible, in this collection of books that we have that's put together as the Bible, that this council and this group decided on the order and the way it was put together. It's not at the start, so why put Job at the start of this chronological Bible? I don't know, is the first answer. I have a few thoughts, um, but ultimately I don't know. You'll need to get in touch with CWR for that. But while you were reading through it, we have at the start of Genesis, we have this story of creation. We have this story of God creating stuff the way he wants. And then on day two, we have this fall. And you can look back at this or you can listen back to this if you want. In Genesis chapter 3, 1 to 7, we have the temptation and the fall where Adam and Eve are tempted by the, the serpent, by the snake, by Satan, whatever the accuser, whatever phrase you want to put on it. And they eventually eat the apple and they're cast out of the garden. I wonder, as my phone beeps in the corner, I wonder, is Job put in the very start because what they're trying to do is to show that although the fall happens, Job is the, the contrast against that. And so is Job a book, a piece of poetry, a piece of literature that looks at what God hoped it would be and who Adam and Eve were supposed to be. And so we have in Job, we have the story of Job, obviously, and his wife, whose name I can't remember. Um, but I wonder, are Job and his wife supposed to be Adam and Eve? And is this supposed to be the way God hoped that it would turn out? And so there are these three friends, there are these people who come along to try and persuade, and, and Job's wife as well, who try to persuade Job to curse God and die. Uh, and Job doesn't. And he kind of sticks to his guns, and there's this whole section where his friends try to convince him and tell him that he's wrong and just get over with it all and curse God and, and die and because nothing's worse. It's a book of suffering. It's a book of pain. It's a book that deals with those questions uh, and all of all of culture has those, those discussions and all of culture has those writings. Uh, and so is this at the time, whether it was written by Moses, we don't know exactly who it was written by or the time it was written, but is this a piece to deal with how God hoped it would turn out? The way, almost like a play written about Adam and Eve, but with changed names, the way he had hoped it would be. And so is Abraham then, who we deal with in the last couple of days of week two, is Abraham supposed to be the new Job? Is God hoping that through Abraham things will be right again and that he will have somebody who who acts the way Job acts in this play and in this book. Uh, and almost in a way we see that because Abraham also makes his mistakes. Abraham also laughs and, and wonders why God's going to do it and just thinks, well, you know, it would be better off to, to not have that hope and not, not, not to hope for those things. And so just curse God and die almost. And so is Abraham the new Job? That's just a thought of why it's in there. I don't know. It's something to think about. Of course, as we go, go through all these you can read study guides, you can read books uh, books about all of these, you can go into libraries, you can go into Queen's Reunion College in Belfast, equally go online. Uh, I did a quick search on this, just studies in the book of Job, and there's quite a lot. Um, Christianity Today, and I'm just looking at them here, crossway.org, seven reasons to study the book of Job. Um, the book of Job, introduction and lesson one, cryvoice, C-R-I-V-O-I-C-E dot org. Um, Oxford Biblical Studies, 
if you go on and do a Google search for Job, studies in the book of Job, Job the Old Testament book, you'll come up with all of those and so you can look into it a little bit more yourselves. Um, but that's that's a brief overview. You've read through it, so I'm not going to go through it. But that's just a thought and a recap on week two and just to say a little bit about why it's in there. And so we'll continue through Genesis and into week three. So hopefully you've been enjoying it so far and hopefully you've been learning from it. Of course, it's not just a tick box. What we're hoping to do is to, to learn a little bit more about God and probably one of the best ways to do that is with the story of Abraham as Abraham tries to figure out who this God is. God has called him to go uh, and at this time in this era, in this culture, uh, that wasn't really something you did. You didn't go and follow a God that you didn't know. You didn't go and just kind of head off on your own or with your immediate family. You kind of stayed together in groups because you lived off the land, you lived off each other for protection, you lived and shared and it was community and communal and so calling and being called by a God and kind of going wasn't really something you did that much. And so Abraham's discovering this God and hopefully that's what we'll do as we go through with him. So that's a little thought. There's a little recap of what we've done so far and maybe a little bit of explanation as to them. But if you have any other questions, if you have anything else, give me a shout. I'm doing this in kind of real time, so I've got to the end of week two as well. So you can get in touch and let me know. It's all been recorded previously, so it was recorded through the year last year. But these little recaps I'm doing as well as I go through. So if you have specific questions that you want to talk about in the next time, if you have something that you want to raise, just let me know and we can talk about that in the recaps or online, but hope you've enjoyed it, and on to week three.